What is up, everybody? Welcome to the All Punked Up Podcast. I am Tyler Winters. John Pierman is here. And just another fabulous show about to hit your ears. Um, a the few things we want to talk doldrums. about. Is that what it is? Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was good. Busy you as big, usual. Did giant shit? Uh, did not. I don't think I did. But I did eat a lot. I don't think I had to... I went for it this year. I, I finally timed it out. I got two full plates. Attaboy. I normally ruin it beforehand. Uh, we get the, the chips and dip. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So I took it easy. I didn't I didn't make a plate of anything. I just, you know, went station to station. Couple mm-hmm. here, couple here, couple there. Yep, yep. And then managed to do two full full plates. So when you say full plates, because this is how I do it, I'm curious to know how you do it. Do you? Well, I mean, everybody's family's different as far that, as what the sides are. So That's true. Okay, so not talking about in particular food or anything, but do you just put everything on your plate where yeah. it, you know maybe it goes around mm-hmm. you know the edge and but you have well, so much food on there it's touching go right? together like your corn and your mashed potatoes no, 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 no. Oh. so we do uh our chicken and noodles on top of the mashed potatoes mm, and then you it. have turkey but then you want that near each other so that you can gravy both mm, of course we didn't have any chicken and noodles at our uh thanksgiving but mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to stop by uh the pyramid household oh, it's a uh, staple well you can just get it the next day it's better the next day it's true dude that's one thing i've noticed uh recently is that food like homemade food is usually always better the next mm-hmm. day just... and then uh oyster dressing which i'm not a huge Ooh. fan of the oyster so they usually do some without oyster in it so what do you put the oyster dressing on turkey it's just in the side it's a side item oh so it's like stuffing it's not okay it's not in the turkey okay our big thing is uh, we have mac and cheese, homemade mac and cheese, which oh, is always great. It's dangerous. Mac and cheese is like a staple uh, for us. Mm. Mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, got your turkey. Uh, we do like a, I think there's like a broccoli casserole that's really good. Mm. Um, you got to have green bean casserole, right? I don't think we had green bean casserole. That's nonsense. Green bean casserole is good, though. Um, I, I only want it like at Thanksgiving, but it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I I don't want if I ate it other you, times, I'd be really fat. Did you like it as a kid? No, I stayed away from it. Yeah. And I was too picky. Yeah. yeah, I was too. I missed out on a lot. It does look gross, though. I mean, to a kid, it would look gross. I feel like. Yeah, because you just don't know what the the base of it is. Right. Like, is exactly. that mayo or yeah? And then if you're I, as a kid, I got fooled by the cranberry sauce, thinking it was Jello. Oh shit. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's not Jello. I also got fooled at a wedding when they had a big scoop of butter. I was like, "Oh, ice cream ice for the cream. table!" <laughs> Just magically non-melted ice cream, delicious. John was thirty-three uh, yep. when that happened. <laughs> Never too old to be fooled by uh, by food. Mm-hmm. All right. No, the worst was at a Christmas party, and my parents have some eccentric neighbors, and there's a crock pot. And bacon wrapped. I was like, "Oh, it must be like bacon wrapped little mini weenies or something like that." Uh-huh. Like, awesome! I'm gonna have. And I bite into it, and it's solid in the middle, and it's a bacon wrapped water chestnut. Uh, I just what? I almost I almost vomited all over the whole spread because <laughs> you know when you're expecting a certain texture over the whole spread, and then you get something. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, it's a, a finger or a tooth or something. What am I biting? <laughs> a fingernail. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> You almost threw up over the whole spread. I should have left that shit in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, "Why did you ruin bacon with 
Yeah, you don't. It was upsetting. Got to watch out for those at Thanksgiving time or any time. Crack really. a molar. <laughs> All right, here we go. I've already introduced the show, right? Oh yeah, because I said, well, oh, yeah, 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 we're we're good. Yeah, I just jumped into something. Yeah, random. Something. Oh, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I love food. So not only were we going to talk about Thanksgiving, which we just did, but uh, some news on the agenda is. John, there's a AI generated singer songwriter out there, and she's released her first song. So we're going to take a listen to that uh, and provide it's some feedback. It's not a she; it's an it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how she identifies. Uh, then there's some 41s. Uh, Derek Wibley he came out uh, this week and explained why the band Some 41 is splitting up. So we'll share the news on that. And then there was something else that happened this week. Paramore ran into some technical issues during one of their performances this week. And I'm wondering, John, if Haley Williams could have handled the situation a little bit better. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to know what the listeners think as well. So guys, get ready to well, comment on Spotify. we've never been Spotify. harsh with her before, so let's hear her out. Yeah, 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 right. All right, John, let's go ahead and get into this AI-generated singer-songwriter who actually goes by the name Anna Indiana. I mean, that doesn't sound like a porn name at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so I don't even know who is behind this AI-generated singer-songwriter. But a lot of people aren't super impressed with the song that she wrote. And, John, do you have the link? Because I want you to take a listen to it. Because I don't... Can I... Will I find it on Spotify? I have Spotify pulled up. I don't know. Here, let me give you the... Um, I'm going to send you the... I sent you the link in Facebook. I have Mandy, Indiana. Is that her? Ooh, don't click on that one. That one can't be it. Nope. Let me try to share my screen. Hello, world. My name is Anna, Indiana, and I'm so excited to share my music with you. Oh, get on with it. Betrayed by this town. As an AI singer-songwriter, everything from the key, tempo... So if you're only listening to this... Melody notes, rhythm... Lyrics if you're listening to our podcast, not watching us on YouTube, is auto-generated using AI. like an image of like her it. talking to us too. Yeah. Oh, good. I wanted to see the code. <laughs> yeah, they, they post the code. It sounds like a a really bad Taylor Swift song. I've heard better, like, fake, you know, like the fake remakes. Yeah. It sounds too robotic. It does. It sounds like somebody speaking in their third language. And I feel like the pitch is in and out. Uh, can I turn it off? Well, hold on. We're all just destined to fall. We've lost it all. Alone in the street. Holy shoehorn. I'm going to stop it. 
please. Okay, so there you have it. So, John, I feel like it was very pitchy. Not very pitchy, but it was pretty pitchy. I think it's cool, though. I will say I do think it's cool that AI was able to do this. They were able to create her image, um, which it doesn't look like a real person. It looks like a... It looks like a Pixar real character. Real housewife? <laughs> yeah. It looks it looks more like a Pixar character. Um, but I don't know. The the song is like super generic. Well, it sounds like they used a Casio keyboard. Yeah. I'd agree there. It's terrible. So, I think the whole concept of this is kind of cool, but I really I truly don't think and this could just be old man in me speaking and not and maybe being a little out of touch i don't see this catching on as being a thing that people are really going to get into i think it's cool i think it's neat that they were able to pull this off but that's it i don't want to see any more i don't care if it gets any better i don't know i just it's just like why you know i don't think there's going to be a market I think they for need this. to pull the plug on this this lady yeah they shouldn't destroy this lady like uh in terminator 2 yeah drop her into some molten uh, steel or something. I, I don't know. You say pull the plug, but maybe she needs to start inserting plugs on an OnlyFans or something to maybe start generating some. Ooh, uh, now that I'm up for. Yeah, some AI generated plugs. Just uh, change that last A to an L and. Uh, <laughs> there Anal you go. Indiana. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. But yes, yeah, some, some other people are just, uh, no one on earth wants this technology. Somebody says, use AI to make drudgery easier, not to ruin activities we enjoy. I agree. Um, I don't think, and I'm curious your thoughts on this. I, I like AI in the, in, when it comes to music, when it, when it complements music or it helps music maybe get to a certain point. It mm-hmm. helps maybe make the process a little faster. Uh, I'm sure producers would love this. And then... Uh, Smaller artists would love this, but when it's, I, I just don't see it. What I'm saying is I don't see it replacing the human aspect of music. Like I mm-hmm. really feel like people need that and really want that. And you can tell, at least with this one, that it's not a real human. Like there is no real feeling or emotion put into this song. Yeah. Anytime I have a nightmare about like AI taking over the world, I'll, I'll just think of that song and I'll be comforted. <laughs> yeah. Eh, it's not going to happen. Mm. I do think that's funny, though, where people think that AI is going to take over the world. Like, well, really? I mean, science fiction tells us. Well, also, all you have to do is... well. Don't you just have to, like, at the very least, unplug the... Take out the batteries or unplug the server? Mm-mm. And it's all done, nope. guys. It's all done. It's not that simple. It is that simple. It's completely that simple. But yeah, I... Overall, I'm a fan of AI. I'm a fan of like AI in music to a certain degree, as long as it's there to just help get an artist someplace. Like, take that Beatles song that they just did. I, I don't even think we talked about it. Um, we did. Did we on the show? I thought so. Oh, okay. We talked about it before it came out. I don't know yeah. if we ever discussed it after. Well, I thought that was great. It was well done. They didn't use uh, John. They didn't recreate any more of John Lennon that was already there. It just they just used AI to clean up his vocals and take out the background noise. Mm-hmm. Like that's You're fine. Talking about, you, talking about Yoko, right? Yeah, Yoko. But uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. So I thought this was interesting to bring up because a lot of people were appalled by this, and I don't know if I'm appalled, but I'm just like meh. It's it made cool, me unhappy. But, yeah. I, it brought I think, me no joy. It, it, like I said, I don't even care if it gets better. 
after seeing this, I'm good. Like, let's just move on. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. And let's move on to the next uh, topic of today, John, because Derek Wibley of Sum 41, about we mentioned the breakup uh, of Sum 41 happening, I guess, next year after their uh, Heaven and Hell tour, whenever that's going to be. You know, what um, gentlemen to tell you when they're going to break up? Actually, yes. It's very Canadian of them. It, isn't it, though? We're sorry, eh? We're going to break up <laughs> in about uh, nine months. Hey. Um, but anyway. I know that John and I, 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 I mean, they've been around a long time, and I was a little bit surprised that, you know, Derek said that Sum 41 was disbanding. We had Dave Backshawn just a few years ago talking about the upcoming double album, Heaven and Hell. Uh, Heaven side's going to be all pop punk, with the Hell side being all newer Sum 41 sounds, leaning more towards the metal side. And I had no, there was no indication Nothing in that interview that would lead us to think that some 41 was going to break up. I mean, hell, Dave Bax had just returned uh, to the band. And yeah, so Derek came out this year, said that uh, the band's going to be breaking up. And we really didn't get an explanation as to why. But this week, we've got one. Uh, so he was interviewed by Canada's CJ92. And he revealed that um, let's see, what do you say? Blah, blah, blah. So this is coming from Loudwire. Um, they have the uh, transcription here. Uh, Derek told the radio station, I'm a big believer in that music tells you what to do. And it just told me this should be a double album. Once that album was finished, I realized, and I'd been thinking about this for a while, that I felt like after all these years with my thousand percent focus on Sum 41 all day, every day, I felt like I don't have much more of that in me to continue past this record. And he continued, he said, I've been in this band since I was in 10th grade, and I just, I'm getting to a point where I'm thinking, I'd like to put some focus and energy into something else. And I felt this is probably the best record we've ever made. And I think this version of the band is the best we've ever been live. And I thought, what a way to just go out on this one. Um, so, yeah, I guess he's just like, like he said, he wants to focus on other things. He didn't he's not really specific. Maybe that's family stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get it. Maybe he's just kind of ready for the next chapter in his life. Um I don't know, but what do you think of when you hear this explanation, John? Uh, I, it seems like he kind of wants to go out on not on top, but maybe on a high note. Yeah, that's that's it how I take like it too. This is a good ending. Maybe the uh, the recording process was rough. You know, uh, yeah, trying to create together. Maybe well, it would have been as easy as it once was. Well, he actually did say in the uh, in his explanation to, or at least to the radio station, he goes, "There was no pressure on this record because I didn't really know that know that we were going to make this the last record." When I started writing songs for this record, I didn't even know I was writing songs for Sum 41. I thought I was writing for other people because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was getting asked by managers and record labels if I'd work with some of their artists. They were looking for pop punk stuff. And so I just started writing songs and I just happened to like them and I didn't want to give them away. So I kept them. He said, I didn't even know we were making a double album. I didn't even know it was going to be what it became. It wasn't until all the music was just written. I was just writing for the sake of writing. And when I listened to it all back, it just kind of spoke to me. So I don't know. It sounds like a lot of the songs were written. Um, 
And I think he does primarily most of the writing for some 41, it sounds like. Well, and the other guys just true. just add in. Uh, they're, you know, Cone adds his vibe. Dave adds his vibe. That's his vibe, that sort of thing. So, yeah, but at least we have a little explanation, I guess. I don't know if that makes the, you know, the, the disbandment of some 41 any easier. It does seem, I always thought it was kind of weird that they were breaking up when pop punk and nostalgia were at an all-time high. So... I don't know. It's interesting. And you know they'll regroup one day and there will be a reunion, but maybe it just needs, maybe it just needs some time off. You know, it's hard to compete. You know, Blink and Green Day both coming back too, so maybe it's like, well, yeah. it's going to be hard to corner the market. Yeah. And not only that, you got Fall Out Boy doing their thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come from the same uh, genre and same fan base. So, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, man, like... You have these When We Were Young fests. You have all, all of these festivals that lean towards, you know, pop rock, punk, pop punk, that sort yeah. of thing. It's like well, you still I mean, have a, a foothold. Give it three or four years, you might see them start popping back up at festivals and stuff I, like that. So, I guarantee you know. that's what's going to happen. So I think this is just going to end up being a goodbye for now for some 41. They'll mm-hmm. be back for sure. sure. I agree. All right, I haven't John. seen the last. I don't think so. You know, he really looks like a Derek Wibley. He does, doesn't he? Like, if anybody's face fits their name, it's him. Like, if somebody showed you a picture and you had to guess his name, like, you might come up with that on your own. Like, if you went to a police station was like, the guy that mugged me looked like a Derek Wibley, the got the artist would, would come up that. with that. Yeah, he would draw Derek's the face. spiky hair. Yeah, that would be it. The so, kind of know-me-looking face. Yeah, right. All right, John, let's move on, because this week, Paramore ran into some pyrotechnical issues at one of their Mm. shows, and um, I'm wondering, I'm just wondering if she handled it wrong. I I might be looking into this uh, a little differently, so... Let's uh, let me pull up the article here, and this is from NME. It says Paramore's Haley Williams responds to repeated on-stage technical problems. She says somebody's getting fired. Maybe it was a pyrotechnical uh, humor. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's uh, just wait, a you, terrible pyro joke. You think so? Yeah. Maybe that that could be. Didn't think about that, did you? No, I did not. I did not. But I'm going to go ahead and try to share my screen again. But, uh, John, I want you to watch this. Oh, there it is. Paramore Melbourne Night One. Yeah. Hard times. I'm so going this to is hit when. Play. Well, hold on just a second. This is when Paramore's playing Hard Times uh, in Melbourne. Um, so, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. So we're going to go ahead. I'm going to hit play and just take a listen. And you can hear her kind of freestyle uh, towards the end, like somebody's getting fired. I hit play. I get it. Oh, oh my god! So pyro inadvertently went off. Oh, 
Okay. So after watching it a second time, I think that she might, she's probably joking. Uh, I think it's in jest. I think it's in jest. Yeah. Because she was smiling when she was saying that at first I was like, man, she's really putting this person on blast in front of all these people. And it could have just been granted pyro uh, is a big deal. It's a safety, like it Uh, can be unsafe. Yeah. James Hetfield from Metallica got his face burnt off, uh, left side of the left side of his face and arm burnt off. Uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yep. So like it's it's a big deal, and I get that. But you know somebody, and it could have been like a technical issue. It could not. It, maybe somebody just didn't hit the button at the wrong time or whatever. So it could have just been like a software malfunction too. Um, so I was like, man, she kind of probably could have handled this a little better, but. Watching it back, she did have a smile on her face, it seemed like. I, I more have, actually watching it a second time, I more have a problem with her uh, uh, her pitch uh, towards the end. It was like yeah. more of like a ah, screaming thing uh, going on that just wasn't working for me. Shrill. But uh, yeah. yeah, very shrill. So yeah, they ran into some pyrotechnics. And apparently it happened three times during the show. And that's behind the drummer. So I would hate, I would have been scared to be the drummer. Like, no Shit. thanks. Right up your ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, too, though, I, you know, the freestyle was pretty good, though. You know, she was able to think back to Beyonce. Apparently, Beyonce fired somebody. So Loudwire says that the pop star Beyonce once infamously quipped somebody getting fired in, in song after what appeared to be some sort of lighting malfunction on stage. And that's what gave Williams the nod. Uh, to kind yeah. of say that uh, at her performance. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's I think not it's like fine. she stopped the song and like undressed somebody, you know. Yeah, like, like that one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought this was no- another uh, Haley Williams mom moment, but uh, but it wasn't. I stand corrected, and that's okay. Uh, and I don't want you guys to think that this was another. Uh, I'm going to give her a pass on that. She's yeah. you know, uh, even if if it was serious. I mean, she's speaking up for. Her, uh, her band safety so that's fine that's that's true i still think it could have if if it was for real it should be left after the show you mean, gotta get all, name anybody well i know but you gotta but you, f- you feel like if that's you if that happens to you like you're the pyro guy and you're like oh crap she said i'm getting fired now you're going through all this stress and uh for who knows how long before you get I'm, to talk to her I'm workshopping my Australian accent, but I don't have it yet. Okay. I can only People, do, like, singular words. So your Australian accent. So what... No. We talked about this, and your no in Australian is... Bad. Nay. No, it's ner. Nay. Ner. It's not ner. It's ner. No, Nay. you get... I can you do... Get the, no, wait. Wait. You gotta hear my that. My that okay. is great. That. Oh, my God. That. No. <laughs> why, why do you say it like that? That, that's how they say it. That's how we say it. I think see, once I start it. to add words on, I'll lose it, but I can do that. Okay. How about, uh, I think they do, I think they say, like, blueberries and raspberries. Oh, that's too many syllables. I'm not going to, I mean, uh, singular syllable. Nye. Yeah. Okay, that. so I, I believe anytime they use, they say O, like the letter O, it's or They have like a little r at the end it like rolls i don't know what accent you're doing but it's not it's not on the same continent god damn it we need to get uh an australian on the show we need an australian band to interview yeah any australian uh, 
any Australian listeners of the show, mm-hmm. send us an email at info at allpunkedup.com and reach out. Dot we'll, AU. We'll get you on the show, and then you can grade John and I's uh, Australian accents. Please. Yeah. Thank you. We Nye. will make that happen, I promise. Nye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, as always. Please, if you have the time, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. Those five-star reviews really do go a long way. We're out. See ya.